Welcome to another episode of the Trustfall Podcast with your host, Natalie JB, where we trust the process of life and we're doing it scared. I am so excited to talk about today's comparison. Just saying these two words, communication versus comprehension, we can already guess the distinction that exists between them. My understanding of communication is about transferring a message from one point to another. The mistake we make is that we always assume that communication is the guarantee of understanding and with that comes a high expectation of change. Except communication is simply about reception, a message transferred from point A to point B. The other party speaks your language, hears you, and receives your message through their broadcast area. What's the broadcast area? Well, let me explain. The broadcast area is located in the frontal lobe of the brain. It's linked to speech production, and recent studies have shown that it also plays a significant role in language comprehension. Broca's area works in conjunction with working memory to allow a person to use verbal expression in spoken words. Just that. Nothing really confirms that what is received is absorbed and emotionally understood. This Broca's area, however, does imply comprehension, but it could simply mean the most basic understanding of what the message means. An example of this is a table means a, a flat surface with four legs. I am mad means I'm not happy. You can technically see it on my face. I understand the words. I understand what I see, but I'm not sure I get the root cause or even care to address the issue at hand. Not sure that I actually understand what you need from me. One of the examples I could use to explain that is um, in terms of needing, right? It's gentle parenting. Have you guys ever heard of that? Well, gentle parenting is a parenting style that promotes a relationship with your children based on willingness and choices rather than demands and rules made by a parent. Meaning it promotes something in the child that um, triggers their, their need and their want to participate in what you're asking of them, right? That's where the willingness and choices come from. You give them the choice to make a decision. You don't demand for them to act a certain way. That's communicating. Comprehension um, implies, I hear you, I understand, I care, and I, un and I see what I can do to actually um, react, to feel what you're saying, to um, process what you're seeing. In terms of gentle parenting, it teaches children to do what is good by using positivity and patience rather than fear or punishment. What does this mean? Well, it involves proper comprehension. As a parent, we can become very frustrated when the communication that is, ex that is executed is not really understood. In difficult situations, especially when a child is throwing a tantrum, we think that saying no or stop will get them to understand us. 
Sometimes it takes a lot for us to understand that we must translate our own language into their own language for them to comprehend what it is that we're trying to tell them. I thought that this would be a perfect example because it's so simple. We love we love our children. We want to communicate as much as possible so that they feel that we are here, we are present, except we're here to guide them. But what gentle parenting teaches us is the patience that we need to work on so that they may understand us. We need to stay, take a step back. It's not Comprehension is not simply about the person that receives. It's how you take your time to see who they are, to put yourself at their level and shift the words that are coming out of your mouth, the tone, the language, the song, so that it may be received because it's important to you and it's important to them. And somehow, Somehow it pushes us to comprehend them first, to adjust, again, to adjust our language, making sure that they, in turn, comprehend us. We understand that they are, in in, in fact, like, for example, for children, you're seven months old. We understand they're seven months old. We understand they're one year old, three years old, and we adjust ourselves to their needs. Easy, right? They're so cute, and, and there's no way around it right? We put the effort in. We evolve with them. We make sure that our tone, our words, our emotion is at their level. I mean, I'm not asking us um, to do this as adults, but without diminishing each other's intellect, of course, without assuming that the effort is already put in from the other party, I think that if it's important enough for us, we have to remember to slow down and do our best to speak their language. I'm not saying that we have to reduce adults, again, to children's levels. But it's important to understand that we all speak different languages. Children speak different languages. And even as adults, we speak different languages. We go through different phases in life. We go through different traumas in life. And I keep reiterating that exact same fact because it is true. Because of the things that I have gone through in my life and because of the things that you have gone through in your life, even if we are in sync, even if we love each other, it may be difficult for me to understand you and for you to understand me. But if it is important enough for the two, for the two parties to walk the same path, there is a compromise that needs to happen. And I know that word is a bit that word is a bit heavy, and I don't want to say compromise, but there needs to be a pause, a slowdown, a listening phase. I hear you. And beyond that, we must seek to understand each other when we speak. It is not limited to simply communication. And a lot of people say, you know what, in relationships, communication is key. Mm-mm. 
I don't believe that. <laughs> Communication is not key. Comprehension is key. You can talk all you want. You can say, yes, I am open. I'm free to open my heart. I am free to be vulnerable. But if the other person doesn't understand a word of what you're saying, are you really communicating? Is there anything happening? If we decide to communicate with somebody who speaks a different language from ours, and I don't mean a different language because they come from a different place. I mean a different language based on who they are as a person, what they can understand or what their needs are and what the relationship is between the two of us, of you. If we decide to communicate with someone who speaks a different language than ours, there is an engagement there. As simple as that. I am not wasting my time standing in front of you, picking up my phone, or sending you a letter, saying words because, simply because. No, it is because there is an engagement there. And if you take your time to read, if you take your time to listen, there is an engagement there. I am trying to understand what you are trying to say. It is a decision, except this decision shouldn't stop there. It should go forward with a commitment that pushes us to make sure that at some point we are on the same page. Same page doesn't mean agreement. It just means I read you and I understood you. I heard you and I understood you. So let's push this with something that's quite popular. And the example is that of love languages. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but well, according to author Gary Chapman, there are five love languages. Our love languages describes how we receive love from others. There are five love languages, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Again, let's reiterate what love languages mean. They describe how we receive love from others. Meaning, I could say words of affirmation and you're not quite receiving it because how the only way you can receiving the only way you can receive love language, a love language from me, is through an act of service. I love to use this example because if a person's love language is to give words of affirmation to someone whose love language is, a, is for example, physical touch, it gets interesting to realize how easily it can become a very difficult relationship if there is no comprehension at play. What I'm trying to say is that communication is actually happening the problem is the receptors are not matching, meaning there is no understanding that the other party is communicating their love to us through their words of affirmation. The thing is, if we can find some way to properly make the other party understand that when I give you these words of affirmation, it means that I actually love you. There is some sort of translation that happens that allows the other party to be at rest with what they receive. They comprehend, and in turn, it may impact their behavior in a positive way, hopefully, towards you. 
But it's not just trying to make them understand what you're trying to say. That's not where it stops. You have to push forward so that you yourself put in the exact same effort that they are trying to put in. And I'm talking in terms of relationship, especially when it comes to love languages. You have to put in the effort in trying to understand their love language. What if their love language is physical touch? What if their love language is receiving gifts? Can you comprehend that? Although your love language is words of affirmation. So each party, when it comes to a relationship, again, has to put in the effort and trying to understand, comprehend, grasp the need, the why. This other person that I absolutely love with all my heart, their love language is not words of affirmation. Their love language is receiving gifts. What the hell? (laughs) Love languages do not have to match for them to work. So let's go back a little. I'm going to leave you with this. What is comprehension? Well, comprehension is the action or capability of understanding something. It is also known as an act of inclusion. I feel part of this emotion. Do you hear me? It's an act of inclusion. Ever been with a group of people that's been chatting and everybody's talking about story you know nothing about, and then you're just feeling like you're left out, you don't get where this is going, you don't know what they're talking about. You hear them, but you don't understand. You don't feel part of whatever the joke is about. It's the same feeling. That's the difference between communication and comprehension. Comprehension is known as an act of inclusion. I feel part of this emotion. I understand the role I play in this. I accept that my actions can lead to a specific result, that it aligns with what you need or do not need. And be very careful. Here's another thing I'm leaving you with. Comprehension doesn't mean compliance. I see it personally as something that helps you Understand another person's emotions, another person's needs, choices, and what role you may play in it. I hear you, but I don't agree. I comprehend you, but I don't agree. I heard how you were communicating, and the other party may agree that you do comprehend what they're saying. But it does not mean that I have to agree. It does not mean that I have to comply. And that's why I'm saying what role you play in this comprehension. Comprehension in no way requires compliance. All it requires is proper communication back that confirms comprehension. All it requires is proper communication back that confirms comprehension. Again, I am no professional here, but tonight I just came with (laughs) this. Well, I didn't come with this topic tonight. I've been working on it as usual, but um, I feel comfortable releasing it because I have made peace with it and and I took my time to understand it. So I'm sharing it with you. 
I'll see you guys on another episode of the Trustwell Podcast. And thank you. Thank you so much for supporting and listening.